a new basketball commit. On today's episode of the Locked On the Louisville podcast, we're going to talk about Emmanuel Okorafor and more. So with that being said, let's get right on into the show. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome in to another episode of the Locked On, the Louisville podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. As always, I want to say thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the show is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team, every day. A lot of basketball talk on today's episode of the show. We'll begin by talking about the men's basketball program, picking up a commitment from international big man Emmanuel Okorafor. He is immediately eligible, so we'll talk about um, you know the impact for this season and beyond. We'll also talk about why the recruitment of 2024 five-star Trenton Flowers is a crucial one for Kenny Payne and the coaching staff. And then we will conclude the show by talking about the women's basketball team adding a transfer um, guard slash forward uh, from Georgia Tech, Ilya Lili Love. So we'll begin by talking about the very unexpected news on Thursday afternoon. The Cardinals um, Twitter page, the men's basketball Twitter page, announced that uh, Emmanuel Okorafor, a six foot nine forward from Lagos, Nigeria, um, a member of the NBA Academy in Africa, would be joining the team and is immediately eligible um, for the rest of the season. So, obviously, very unexpected. There were some rumors back in the fall that um, the Cardinals were recruiting a couple of international prospects and they could be joining the team uh, sooner rather than later. It seemed like those rumors had died down a little bit. Well, on Thursday, the rumors resurfaced, but in a different way, um, mainly in confirmation now as the Cardinals got a commitment from seemingly one of the international prospects. The interesting part to me is that Emmanuel Okorafor is immediately eligible. Um, So I want to read what was in the press release uh, from the University of Louisville. Um, Let's see. We're fortunate to have one of the premier players coming out of NBA Africa to be a part of what we're doing here at the University of Louisville. University of Louisville head coach Kenny Payne said, Emmanuel is one of the bright stars coming out of NBA Africa. Uh, He's versatile, strong, a great rebounder, and excellent running the floor. We're blessed to have him. The global impact of what NBA Africa is doing to go out and target the young, bright stars of the continent of Africa and bring them into their facility um, is vital, not only to the continent, but to the world. It's great for our program to be connected to the work they are doing. I think that that is the end of the press quote. Okay, yes, it is. So, um, obviously, Akurafor, a member of the NBA Academy in Africa, um, this past circuit averaged um, in double figures, uh, averaged a double-double throughout multiple games. Um, So, there's a lot to discuss here. Um, Immediately eligible. I I think you have two sides of thinking here. I think they're both right, but I also think that, you know, look, I think two things can be true at one time. I know that 
a lot of times that's not seen that way, but I think two things can be true here. Number one, I think that this team still needs guard play. This addition to the roster does not take away the need for guard play. Obviously, the need for guard play is still there. Um, there is um, sort of a kind of a cluster in the front court. There's a lot of players in the front court. There's a minutes jam to where there's um, you know multiple players competing for multiple minutes. But there's also the side of thinking that there is absolutely no downside to taking a commitment from a core four and um, seeing what he can do on the court this season and as a, a prospect for the future. I think that's true. I don't think that there is any downside to this. People will say, well, we need a guard. Well, sure, but how many guards are immediately eligible um, January 19th? to play for the rest of the season. So um, I think that, look, I don't think that this is going to be a uh, an addition that results in an instant impact um, that's going to change the course of the season or change the outlook of the season. I don't think that anything's going to change that. I think that the problems of this team span far beyond just what one player could, you know, bring to the table. Granted, um, who knows what you're going to get from a core four in his freshman season. I think that, you know, just being added, I would look to um, tamper expectations or temper expectations um, at this point in time. It's kind of like uh, Fabio Basili back um, when he was committing to the program is I said, look, I'm not telling you to temper your expectations because I don't think he's a good player. I'm telling you to manage those expectations because I don't want to create um, too much of a expectation for how good he should be right away. Um, obviously, this was a this was an extremely extremely um, you know, out of the blue commitment. Uh, it was extremely sudden. It was a commitment that not a lot of people were expecting. I had no idea that the Cardinals were involved in this recruitment, um, as were a lot of the media members. So I don't know much about his game other than looking at some highlight tapes and things of that nature, but it's hard to get a full grasp of a player's um, skill set just by a couple highlights. Um, I think that Kenny said it. You know, he's a versatile big man that um, utilizes athleticism, strength, um, you know, tenacity, rebounding the basketball. Um, I, I think that there is that ability there to develop that mid range shot. Um, one thing that I thought was interesting, he's 6'9 with a 7'4, 7'5 wingspan, which is incredible. 37 foot or 37 foot, 37 inch vertical, which uh, for you know his size at six foot nine, that's pretty solid. So an athletic big man. Like I said, there's no downside to this in my opinion. Taking a um, you know a guy that has shown out on the international level. We saw the Cardinals last year before Chris Mack um, agreed to leave the program. Frederick King from the NBA Latin America um, Academy joined the program, and now he's doing very very well at Creighton. Um, your hope for the Cardinals is that next season you are um, seeing um, a core of four kind of you know follow that same trajectory and be a guy that uh, can play significant minutes. I'm not sure exactly what to expect this season. I wouldn't expect much, um, but there's you know no 
Um, there's no downside to seeing what he brings to the table, playing him early, playing him, um, you know, a good amount of minutes um, in some solid situations and letting him try to develop on the fly. Um, he is a raw prospect, but, um, you know, that talent is there. Look, I think that this is a solid addition. Does that take away the need for an absolute roster overhaul here in a couple of months? No, it does not. Um, it does not take away the need of guards. Um, it does not take away the need of perimeter shooting, so on and so forth. But I don't mind taking uh, a player like Emmanuel Okorafor because I see the potential. Now, granted, people will say, oh, well, you're you're getting complacent. Uh, not really. I mean, not every prospect on your team, not every player on your team is going to be a five-star level player. Um, I like the potential that is evident in a core force game. It's going to take uh, the right coaching, which um, you would have to get that development from the coaching staff and allow him to, you know, be given the time to develop. But that is a story for a different day. I know that there are fans that um, are kind of worried about what that player development looks like. Um, I understand those concerns at this point. Um, I don't necessarily know the offensive identity or defensive identity of this team, so I'm not necessarily sure how he fits into that picture. Um, how does he fit into the scheme? Because I, I really um, can't you know, pinpoint what the actual point of the scheme is. That's not to say there isn't one, but at this point in time, that's kind of where I'm at. Is But I, I think that... Um, you know, from a skill set point of view, there's no reason that he shouldn't be playing a good amount of minutes because, look, I mean, at this point, unfortunately, it really can't get much worse. The team's gotten two wins, and they faced more blowouts than not. So um, um, I like this commitment, but obviously that doesn't take away the need for an absolute roster overhaul here uh, March and April throughout the spring. So we're going to talk about uh, 2024 recruiting a little bit. Um, Trenton Flowers cut his list recently. Louisville made that list. I'm going to tell you why um, this is going to be a very crucial recruitment for Kenny Payne and the rest of the coaching staff here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football, uh, basketball, etc. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. If you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, Cardinal fans, thanks again for making Locked On the Louisville your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball all in one place. Plus, hear from big-name experts, inside insiders, coaches, and players. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Heading right along into the next segment, talking about five-star prospect Trenton Flowers cutting his list, um, I believe, to six. Um, yes, cutting his list to six, and the Cardinals making that list. Uh, Flowers ranked as the 21st best prospect according to the 24-7 sports ratings, the eighth best small forward, the third best prospect from North Carolina, six foot eight, two hundred and ten pound star from Combine or Combine Academy in Charlotte, North Carolina. This is a crucial commitment or commitment. This is a crucial recruitment 
for Kenny Payne and company for a variety of reasons. Look, I'm going to go ahead and I, I'm going to address this. People will say, well, Dalton, we don't know if Kenny Payne's going to be back next year. I mean, sure. I don't know. I have no inside information. I mean, I don't really think anyone does. I think that there's still two months to the season. Um, I think that, you know, there's no guarantee. I, if I had to guess, I would assume that Kenny will get a second season to see what he can do in the offseason um, with no NCAA cloud over his head. Regardless of whether you think he deserves it or not, regardless of whether you think it's the right move by Josh Hurd and company or not, I'm not here to discuss that right now. What I'm here to discuss is that assuming, assuming that Kenny Payne is back next season, this is a crucial recruitment for his staff. Um, obviously, Flowers, unless he were to reclassify, would not play next season. But um, in 2024, this is a big-time recruit because it's time to get that momentum on the recruiting trail. Um, Kenny Payne hired on here at Louisville. Um, one of the main benefits, one of the main pros to a Kenny Payne hire was the instant impact in recruiting or the, um, you know, the upswing in recruiting. At this point, we haven't seen that. There have been things to discuss, such as the NCAA cloud, and I understand it's hard to uh, recruit with an NCAA cloud over your head and the the idea that there's going to be a postseason ban in the upcoming season, whether or not you truly believe that that was, you know, that the roster is a byproduct of that or whatever it may be. Look, I'm not here to entertain those arguments at this point. I'm just, you know, looking at this from a from an objective point of view, looking at it as wh however you see w the uh, reasons or rationale behind the recruiting failures this past year. They're all gone now. Those um, reasons are gone now. The NCAA cloud is gone. You are in a situation to where you have ample playing time available. You're at a very, very solid program in Louisville, one of the historical blue bloods in college basketball. Um, and like I said, you're, you have a staff that is made up of guys that have a reputation of recruiting, Kenny Payne. Nolan Smith, Danny Manning. Um, this is where, you know, Louisville needs some positive momentum. And it could start with Trenton Flowers. I think that this is a crucial recruitment because I don't think that underrated commitments, I'm not saying that guys like TJ Robinson and um, Emmanuel Okorafor and the, the Juco guy that they just offered, that they're not good players. But they don't create a ton of momentum on the recruiting trail. They don't have that, um, what is it, the optic effect um, you know, from a ranking standpoint. It's, oh, wow, Kenny Payne got a big recruiting win for a five-star guy, you know, so on and so forth. They need that. And it looks like the first opportunity to get that from here on out is with Trenton Flowers, who looks like, um, it, it's a recruitment that could end at any time. Flowers even said, you know, March, maybe sooner. This is what he had to say about Louisville. Uh, when talking to Travis Branham of 24-7 Sports, uh, he cut the list to six, Arkansas, Creighton, Kansas, Louisville, North Carolina, um, and Alabama. He had this to say about Louisville. 
Coach KP and Coach Nolan have done a fantastic job of recruiting me. We stay in touch, and when I went out there for my official visits, we had a great time. Even though they haven't been playing that well this year, they're still a great program. Granted, I think it's very obvious that other other coaching staffs are probably using this season against the Cardinals on the recruiting trail. I think you would probably be naive to believe that not to be the case, right? This is an opportunity for Kenny Payne and the rest of this coaching staff, if they were to get a commitment from Trenton Flowers, which at this point, I look, I don't, I think North Carolina is going to be tough to beat out here with him being from that area uh, or playing in that area now. Um, sure, he's been on an official visit uh, back for the Midnight Madness. He liked, um, or whatever the Cardinals call it, um, he liked, you know, Harlow performing and the whole atmosphere. But I think that it's time to deliver. Uh, to the program, if you're Coach Kenny Payne. Look, I understand that the more focus is going to be on the transfer portal and things of that nature, but you remember the Chris Mack era, the start of it, when the Cardinals got a commitment from Josh Nickelberry. It seemed like the recruiting momentum spiked because it showed, okay, some talented players are willing to go to Louisville. That means, you know, there's an avenue for success there. I think that this is crucial for Louisville because you've got a five-star player. Nickelberry was, I believe at the time, like borderline top 100 or just inside of the top 100 when he committed. I know he slid down the rankings a little bit, but at the time he was top 100. Trenton Flowers is a top 25 prospect. This is an opportunity for Kenny Payne and company to say, okay, hold on just a second here. You can't say, or I mean, you, you say we're not recruiting up to standards. Let's start now. Let's go get a five-star prospect. If you were to get a commitment from Trenton Flowers, it completely could then kickstart your, your recruiting efforts for 2024 where there's already been some prospects that you've recruited pretty significantly that have already decided to go elsewhere. Elliot Cadeau has um, already made his decision. Um, Jamari Phillips, so on and so forth. Um, the players that were talked about in the summer, um, early fall, guys are looking to go elsewhere. Um, A.J. Johnson uh, went to go elsewhere. Um, so on and so forth. You get what I'm saying here. So there's a, uh, there's a ton of urgency to – Try to get that recruiting ball rolling and get it in a position to where you're starting to build upon 2024 to where I understand it's a forward, you need guard play, but this is a 2024 recruit. It really, I mean, that that shouldn't matter. Uh, it's a five-star prospect, and you know, he's a pretty solid player, combo guard, forward, being six foot eight, plays the two or the three. But I, I shouldn't have to spell it out. To silence the negative recruiting, to silence the narrative that, you know, Kenny Payne and company can't recruit without Nike, um, aren't you utilizing NIL the right way? Um, obviously, the team success or the lack of team success is drawing uh, recruits to go elsewhere. This is an opportunity to serve as a rebuttal. This is an opportunity to kind of kind of push that narrative to the side, at least for the moment, and show, hey, look, we're we're going to right this ship. But I just think that this is a huge opportunity for Kenny Payne and company to start to 
you know, get some of that momentum because we saw when Chris Mack got hired in the midst of an NCAA cloud, how that can work. Granted, um, you know, this is an opportunity. We've seen guys are still interested in the Louisville, even with the lack of success. Well, until they commit, you know, it's hard to think else, elsewise or otherwise. Elsewise, elsewise is not a word, but otherwise, like like I said, this is a huge opportunity. It's a crucial recruitment for Kenny Payne and company, and one that they, I'm not gonna say they need to win it, but I mean it's it's pretty close to that level. So, moving right on along into the final segment of the show, we'll talk about the women's basketball team adding a transfer from Georgia Tech. Um, Veteran guard, Ilea Lily Love. We'll do that here in just a second after we talk about our friends over at Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat but don't want all of the fat and calories? Well, then you've got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays. My goal has been to eat a little healthier. If you're like me and you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, well, man, Built is the way to go. Healthy is actually tasty. They're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. Yes, they're covered in 100% real chocolate, but they have all of the healthy benefits of a protein bar. I'm not sure how Built does it, but they taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. What's even better is that they are 100% healthy, only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar and a whopping 17 grams of protein. The main thing now is that you can now get them at Built.com, but also at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. If you go to Walmart, go to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box, uh, four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, coconut puff, etc. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Um, but like I said, take advantage of this opportunity from Bill. Heading into the final segment of the show, the women's basketball team also adding um, an unexpected transfer. Uh, well, um, Emmanuel... A core for wasn't a transfer, but an unexpected addition to the program. Um, Georgia Tech guard um, Ilea Love. Uh, her nickname is uh, Lily. She um, announced on Wednesday that she would be transferring to the Cardinals program. Um, spent the past three years in the ACC with Georgia Tech last season. Um, averaged 10.5 points per game, started 31 of 32 games, also had uh, 3.3 rebounds per contest to go, I'm sorry, 4.8 rebounds per contest to go along with 1.5 assists. Um, overall, this season only played 13 games, 8 starts, averaged um, 3.0 points per game. I'm not necessarily sure, um, you know, what was the rationale behind the statistical decrease um obviously have no inside information on that but regardless the point is she is now a Louisville Cardinal Jeff Walls had a little bit to comment on it uh he basically said that um he feels like it's a solid addition for next year um to add uh, a defender that does a good job of uh, shooting the three as well. So um, obviously the cards losing some defense next year, Mikasa Robinson, who just became the career leader in games played for the Louisville program. She is uh, out of college eligibility, Chris Lynn Carr, Morgan Jones, likely. I don't think that they necessarily have any um, eligibility left. I could be wrong, um, but I don't think that they will be back. Although we don't know that, um, 
if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm not necessarily sure. Um, but from the field, she shot. I'm looking at uh, 2021 and 22 as the basis for this. 42% from the field, 40% from the three-point line, only 63% from the free throw line. So that's something that she'll have to um, improve on. The 6'1 junior from Kansas City, Kansas. Um, has good size, uh, being six foot one, um, will probably slide into that um, that role that Jeff Walls has for an athletic wing that is solid uh, two way, both on the defensive end but also on the offensive end as well. I, I like this addition. I think that this is addition that this is an addition that um, Jeff Walls will utilize in the way of. Trying to think of the players over the years. Um, Elizabeth Balagoon, um, so on and so forth. Um, you know, the wing in the six foot to six two range that crashes the boards. Um, athletic, does a good job of getting to the basket and obviously shows that she can shoot the ball as well. That's something that I think the cards will need for next year as well, is um, you know, adding some more shooters. Um, obviously, scholarship numbers are Fluid at the moment because of the transfer portal and things of that nature, but um, adding an ACC player that has played multiple years at the Power 5 level, a player that Jeff Walls has coached against multiple times, so obviously you would trust his scouting um, you know, takeaways for uh, Lily Love, but um, I'm excited about this addition. I think that um, next season is going to be one where Louisville is going to look to get back on track on the national landscape, assuming that they don't do that at the end of the season. Hopefully they do. Um, but another ACC addition to the team, a veteran presence that is solid on both ends of the court, does a good job of getting to the rim, and also does a good job on the defensive end of you know, you know, know, getting in the passing lanes, they're doing a great job of stealing the basketball. So ultimately a move that Walls is hoping it's kind of, you know, he said there was no correlation just because of the ACC, um, whether this is intentional or not. I, I like that Walls is bringing in players. You know, look over the years. I mean, uh, Emily Ingsler, Morgan Jones, Chrislyn Carr, all players from the Atlantic Coast Conference that Walls has played against. Um, I think that, you know, he mentioned that um, the crowds that Louisville has sort of serves as kind of like a um, an influence to, to players in the transfer portal. So um, Lily Love will be on the team next season, um, and we'll see, um, obviously, what that team will look like in a couple months or so, but we'll continue to talk about the women's basketball team. Just got a victory over Boston College, um, so looking to extend that winning streak uh, this weekend. Um, but we talked about Emmanuel Okorafor, Trenton Flowers, Lee Love. That's going to wrap up this Friday edition of the show. There will be weekend editions um, due to me being out of town and having to fill in episodes, so I do apologize for the inconsistency in recording. But that's going to wrap up today's episode of the show. Everyone have a great day. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.